and you're listening to BFF.FM. And I am down 
Hello. Check, check, check. Testing, testing. Hi, sorry, I'm late. I'm just, I'm just quirky. I just be late sometimes. Sorry, welcome to Disco Tids. Boy, oy, 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 oy. <laughs> Today, we have a very special guest. Uh... I don't know how to introduce them other than they're just my bestie from another testie. The one and only Mix Cole. Woo! Hi. Speak louder. What do you want me to say? Okay. Sorry. We're just, <laughs> we literally just got here. We just got set up. Whew. Anyways, um, sorry we're late. Today we are going to be. Um, doing what are we doing, Cole? Deep dive through Earth, Wind, and Fire's discography. Yep, that's right. We're gonna do a li listening party and like do some commentary on Earth, Wind, and Fire. So we want to start chronologically with their first debut album, and and we're gonna mostly do their singles, except for some exceptions, and then talk about it together uh Woo. whenever time permits i mean like we probably won't go through all of them because there's like so many earth <laughs> wind and fire classics but yeah how are you feeling cole you ready i'm so ready okay well um let's start with sorry i'm just getting set up <laughs> let's start with their uh song from their debut album titled uh, Love Somebody. Enjoy.
So that was uh, three songs from um, each single from um, each of uh, the Earth, Wind, and Fire's first three albums. So the first album we played their single um, called uh, I think it was what was it again? <laughs> what was it called? Do you remember? No idea. Whatever. It's like the Need of Love. It's the album title. Um, that was in 1971, and then we played um, "Help Somebody" by Earth, Wind, and Fire from and a self-album. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, it's a self-titled album, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And now we're currently um, playing "Mom" by Earth, Wind, and Fire from their third album, "Last Days and Time." What are your thoughts, Cole, so far? I love all of these songs. While we were listening to set up the show for today. We were going through these earlier albums and we found that a lot of them are slower and different from what Earth, Wind & Famous got popular for, but they're so good. Yeah, I feel like, you know, they, they're they more blues mm-hmm. and jazzy than yeah. the funk and the disco than the boogie that we, you know, or most people know earth wind and fire for which i think is interesting because it shows that like the band is truly just they're just musicians and they just love music and it's like they're not like you know playing music to sell like 
something. It's like they're truly just exploring different sounds and seeing what sticks. And it's beautiful to see the progression of like the band from like their first debut album to like the now famous like number one hit. So uh, the next few that we're gonna play are gonna be so the first three albums that um, they did. So I watched a documentary on YouTube about them. So I learned a little bit on my research uh, for this episode and like. They said that in the documentary, the first three albums from Earth, Wind, and Fire actually is like, no, from a from not the Columbia Records that they're they've been signed on for years and years, um, and the their initial record label doesn't really know how to promote them, doesn't really know how to sell them, and so they weren't that big, they weren't that successful. Like their songs weren't charting um, as well as like their other ones. Historically, and now we're getting into the 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 Columbia Records um, albums, starting with um, their fourth album, "Head to the Sky." And yeah, so I'm excited about that. Cole, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I was excited to do this listening party because I don't think I had ever heard any of the first three albums, but with this album, we're getting into the more popular songs that. I think a few people will recognize. Yeah, starting with the self-titled, but well, not self-titled, the title track of the uh, of the album, um, "Head to the Sky," um, which I think most of y'all would recognize. So, you ready, Cole? Yee! All right, let's get to it. I found myself never 
What a song, huh? Yeah, I had never heard that high note before. Damn. I believe. Okay, so disclosure, not disclosure. This disclaimer, disclaimer. I don't know nothing about nothing. I am stupid and dumb as hell. So don't fact check me. But I believe <laughs> that is Maurice White, their front runner, which is like. Um, fun fact, the, the band Earth, Wind and Fire is named Earth, Wind and Fire after Maurice White's um, astrological chart. So he is a uh, doesn't have any water in his chart. That's why it's not Earth, Wind, Fire and Water. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was their band name? A.K.A. Avatar. <laughs> Just not as catchy, though. Not as catchy. Yeah. But um, t- yeah. Oh, what do you think about Mighty Mighty? That was Mighty Mighty by Earth, Wind, and Fire from their um, album titled, uh, what is it? Oh, Open Our Eyes from 1974. What do you think of it? I love these new albums um, after their first few because it went from a sort of jazzy blues, as you said, into that like new sound. I guess when they got advertised and marketed by Columbia. Um, but I love how like fast it's getting and like how much how much experimentation they're getting to do yeah I, and i do believe that like you know this is them like trying to find their song maurice white as the front runner of the band really trying to find their um their 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 sound as, mm-hmm. a, as a band trying to find their their place in the music industry and i believe that this single from open our eyes really paved the way for them to be like oh this is like this is working and from here on out from from this single from this album we'll we'll be seeing a lot more like um funk and and boogie that that's um known for earth wind and fire yeah that brought them to the top of the charts Mm -hmm. and um what we're about to play next is actually their first billboard top 100 number one charting song so this is like their their first one, you know, I mean, they're pretty well known at this point, but like, this is like their their creme de la creme, their first premiere creme de la creme, um, with Shining Star, which I'm sure you all have know, <laughs> have heard about, it, have listened to it, yeah. Um, but yeah, anything else to add, Cole? Let's get into it. Let's get to it. Okay, here's Shining Star by Earth, Wind, and Fire.
just finished all of their albums from 1976 five five sorry <laughs> the start of their disco era yeah so let's let's talk a little bit about the precursor the, the relationship between funk and disco um so i think that funk lays the groundwork for disco personally um what do you think cole yeah all of those like new ways of framing like musical phrases, like new beats 
that eventually also lead into like 80s and 90s funk also really gave the chance for disco to flourish it feels like yeah for sure and 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 you know like as you can see like in the two albums from 1975 gratitude and that's the way of the world um there's like shining star which is like upbeat funk you know like almost disco like esque but not quite um but there's still like also slow songs like this one that's playing which is um a self-titled song um called earth wind and fire by earth wind and fire it's like more slow more mellow more um but yeah. still disco but still yeah. disco that's, yeah that's like the cool thing that jumped out at me from listening to the earlier albums to this even like the slow songs have transitioned away from jazzy into even still having that disco backbeat mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure um it's it's also going to be interesting as we like listen to more of their songs um how their funk then turns into disco and then we probably won't get to it today but later on in the 90s they're actually gonna be like less more less of a disco vibe but uh more of a like synthesizer like the 90s like beep beep boop boop like music (laughs) and and um just seeing how like you know i feel like it's hard to pinpoint earth wind and fire as one genre because like they continuously evolving and and exploring different sounds um, and their members also change all the time and um yeah i think that's the one thing that i love so much about about this band is this it's just like pure love of music coming through like you can tell by each of their songs that there's heart in it you know um, what is your experience with Earth, Wind, and Fire, Cole? Like, how did you know about it? How did you learn about them? My dad uh, and my mom both raised me on oldies music. So I grew up with mostly disco and, like, early rock. So this is honestly what I listened to when I was a kid. Same. That's how I learned about Earth, Wind, and Fire because my dad is a huge disco fan. <laughs> and he would, like, play... The radio station that would um, play like slow love songs, but also disco and earth, wind and fire at home, like during the weekends and sometimes before we go to bed and stuff. So, yeah. Well, anyways, anything else to add? No, I'm just excited to hear these next few albums because we're coming up on the very, very, very famous Mm -hmm. earth, wind and fire disco era. Mm -hmm. And I would say like this next one is um, one of my favorites. Uh, we're about to play Getaway by Earth, Wind & Fire from their 1976 album, um, Spirit. So, yeah, enjoy.
welcome back. Welcome back. We just listened to uh, two other um, Billboard charting hits um, from their uh, last few albums from the 70s. Yeah, we. I think we listened to... Serpentine Fire. Serpentine Fire. And what was the other one? Fantasy. Fantasy. That was Fantasy. Yeah. Um, that was from their album All in All from 1977. Yeah. Go they, ahead, go ahead, they already had so many hits. Like, I mean, even just from their first number one hit being in 1975, they skyrocketed and had so many songs that are still popular today just in the next couple of years. Yeah. Serpentine Fire is definitely one of my all-time favorites. I don't even know how many all-time fave I have from Earth, Wind, and Fire, but like Serpentine Fire is one of them. Um, After the Love Has Gone is another one. And then, um, what was it? Shining Star. Those are like, yeah, if I have to like rank them top 10 Earth, Wind, and Fire songs, those three would be somewhere in the top 10. And they had so many bangers before the like eighties. They already made like a compilation album of their best hits. Yeah, that's true. Which is you know what we're gonna tease you with next. But before we get to that, I want to ask you, Cole, what do you think of this experience coming to Disco Tids and talking about music? I had so much fun listening to Disco and shaking my tits. Oh my god, we should all shake our tits. Oh yeah, boy, oy, oy. <laughs> Um. Well, before we leave, um, we want to definitely. Oh, also, I really enjoy this, so thank you. But before we leave, I want to close us out strong. You all know it. You all love it. Um, we're going to play one of um, Earth, Wind, and Fire's most iconic songs. Which, fun fact, if you didn't know, it's not even um, a release from an album. Right, it, Cole? Yeah, it's the um, extra single that they released to advertise the Greatest Hits album. Which is a compilation album that they released at the turn of the decade from the, 70, from the 70s to the 80s. So I didn't even know about that until we, did, uh, we prepared for this show today. So that's amazing. So... Without further ado, here goes. And see you next week for more titties and more disco. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Any last words? Thank you. I had fun. Yay. Bye.